This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News, Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. Well, this Monday is when a federal court will begin the review and consideration of a new congressional map that was proposed by the Alabama State Legislature. There are three judges who will be part of this case. They are the same judges who considered a lawsuit over the current Alabama congressional districts and determined that the state legislature should redraw the map to allow for two districts with majority-minority voters. With this new redrawn map, Congressional District 7 would go down to 51% voting age minority voters, and Congressional District 2 would expand into parts of Lowndes, Macon, and Russell counties to increase the minority voting base from 32% to 40. Republican state lawmakers believe that the plan that they offered is consistent with a long line of precedent created by the U.S. Supreme Court rulings, and they say that the plaintiffs in this case, who are mostly black Democrats, are offering a solution that ignores traditional principles of community interest. When creating a congressional map, Republicans say that the black Democrats are prioritizing race Racial representation only. Lieutenant Governor Will Ainsworth is not mincing words when it comes to the director of the Alabama Department of Transportation, John Cooper. Ainsworth spoke recently on the 1819 News podcast with CEO Brian Dawson. Ainsworth says there's been plenty of examples in the past that he's experienced as a state lawmaker that indicates that Cooper is a bully in his position at the head of ALDOT. 2014 to 18, I was in the House. Uh, you know, big push to uh, pass a gas tax then. You know, I led the charge, paid with my own money to get a video made to defeat the gas tax. You know, had yeah. Senator Phil Williams was part of that. Um, Bill Holtzclaw was one of the ones. And so we uh, came out, you know, a whole group of us, right? Um, Paul uh, Sanford, there was a group. I was in the House. They were in the Senate. Yeah. But, I mean, we smashed it. We, we yeah. beat the gas tax against some pretty powerful groups, right? Yeah. And, you know, John Cooper's retaliation for that is Bill Holtzclaw put up a billboard in Huntsville. Guess what he did? Shut down the projects in Huntsville, right? And you think about the impact that had to what's going on today in Huntsville, right? The fact that that we needed that expansion yeah. there, and he shut it down. And so, I mean, my point on John, you know, Cooper's he's a bully, yeah, right. I mean, he does not care about what's in the best interest of the state. Um, I can tell you on the bridge, you know, I helped kill the toll bridge down in yeah. Mobile, um, part of a group, and the amount of bullying and threats he did on that was ridiculous. Yeah. You know, same thing on what you're talking about down in Baldwin County, right? And now he's got caught up in a lawsuit. Would love to see those records and conversations, yeah. you know, because, you know, his I think his style is I'm just going to run over you and bulldoze. And, and I think that's the wrong style. A government servant should be a servant. An Alabama prison inmate has been arrested and charged after an incident resulted in a lockdown at the Donaldson Correctional Facility over the weekend. The Alabama Department of Corrections is looking into the whole case. They have named 35-year-old Daryl Shaw as the suspect in a security incident that occurred on Sunday morning. The Donaldson facility remains on lockdown still for the safety of staff and inmates. No injuries are being reported from this incident. The West Jefferson County District Attorney is being asked to help in this case against Shaw. 
In Houston County, the schools there will soon be having security cameras placed within their bathrooms in order to monitor the activities that might be going on there. Houston County District Attorney Russ Goodman spoke with WDHN about this latest move. Goodman says he was consulted by the school administration before they moved forward with the plan for placing those cameras. Goodman says that students have some rights to privacy, but not at the same level as adults in a public place, and that there are no specific statutes on where security cameras can or cannot be placed. Goodman says the placement plan for these cameras, as proposed by the school administration, are within the confines of state law and will just show the common areas within those bathrooms, no urinals or stalls. Good news from the Alabama State Department of Agriculture when it comes to killer bees. Testing was recently completed in the West Mobile area where aggressive bees have been noticed. These bees are not the African killer bees, as some had suspected. State apiary inspector Philip Carter says that if the testing had proven that the bees were African killer bees, that the undertaking of removing them would have been massive. Right now, the state is simply working to relocate the bees to a new hive box and out of a tree where they started attacking lawn care workers. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, the death toll from the wildfires on the Hawaiian island of Maui is now at 93 people. Cadaver dogs are being used to search the area for any more victims of the fire. The crews have an area of five square miles to search after the wildfires rushed through last week, destroying 80% of a town that was over a century old, Lahaina. Questions are now being raised from Lahaina residents as to why the public warning system with 400 sirens placed across the island did not alert residents that they needed to evacuate. The director of the state's emergency management agency, Adam Weintraub, confirmed with the Associated Press that the system was not employed, but instead alerts were sent through mobile phones, TV, and radio. Many residents on the island say they did not see these alerts that way and are now questioning why the standard alert system was not deployed. The mayor of Lahaina spoke on the NBC's Today program, but did not indicate whether the lack of sirens being employed was due to a malfunction. Florida Republican Congressman Greg Stubbe has filed four different articles of impeachment against President Joe Biden. Stubbe says that Joe Biden has undermined the integrity of his office, brought disrepute on the presidency, betrayed the public trust, and acted in a manner subversive to the rule of law and justice at the expense of the American citizen. The first article of impeachment accuses Joe Biden and his son Hunter of selling access to the office of the vice presidency to foreign and domestic business entities and going so far as to threaten those entities if there was any failure to make the bribery payments. The second article of impeachment charges the Biden presidential campaign with colluding with the U.S. Department of Justice to prevent investigations into the tax crimes of Hunter Biden. The third charge has to do with the Biden family recruiting business investors under false pretenses and promises that Joe Biden approved of the schemes and investors would be provided access to Joe Biden. And the fourth article of impeachment has to do with the co-mingling of Joe and Hunter Biden's finances, which was then used by Hunter Biden to buy drugs and prostitutes, which would be a violation of federal drug laws. Fellow Republican Congressman Corey Mills of Florida went on Newsmax saying now there are impeachment charges against Joe Biden from a variety of angles. Well, I think that there's many articles of impeachment that's been filed and rightfully so, whether it was looking at kind of uh, what Congressman Stubbe has done with pointing out the conflicts of interest, obstruction of justice, abuse of powers, or whether it's Congresswoman Boebert for the open borders, the fentanyl overdoses and the continual increase in human sex and child trafficking, 
or whether it was actually the 13 gold star families who need accountability for uh, you know Joe Biden putting political optics above military strategy. So I think that you know we need to start looking at the fact that Republicans are going to truly say that we're the majority, that we have to start stepping up and acting like the majority. And the American people see whether it was the FD 1023 document that shows a spider web of business streams for 20 million plus dollars been wired, whether it's looking at the quid pro Joe where he got rid of the uh, attorney general and that, that was investigating Burisma so that he could get $1 billion into Ukraine's vice president, or whether it was him lying about the fact that he had no understanding of his son's business dealings, only to find out that now he's taken 20 calls and a couple of dinners that's helped to close the deals. Border Patrol agents captured almost 40,000 illegal aliens in the first half of August. Most of those apprehensions occurred between the Tucson and Rio Grande sectors with over 10,000 illegal aliens apprehended in each of those sectors. For the past month of July, 130,000 illegal aliens were apprehended. If the rate of apprehension in August continues at the pace that it's going, which is about 5,000 a day, by the end of the month there will be 177,000 illegal aliens who have all been caught at the border and who will be prosecuted processed and supplied with various items all on the U.S. taxpayer dime, and then they'll be released into the U.S. interior ahead of their immigration date, which could be as far out as three to four years. This is not counting the ones who got across the border and into the U.S. without any apprehension by border authorities. A federal judge orders three lawyers to undergo religious liberty training. The lawyers work for Southwest Airlines, and U.S. District Judge Brantley Starr told them they need to brush up on their knowledge and understanding of the First Amendment. The lawyers apparently are going to learn under the tutelage of the Christian group known as the Alliance Defending Freedom. This all comes after an airline worker was fired from her job for making a statement on social media against the airline union boss for his stance on abortion. Charlene Carter sued after she was fired and was awarded damages damages by a court. Southwest plans to appeal this lower court decision. However, in the meantime, the judge has ordered this new training for the attorneys that represented Southwest in the case. It's not clear if they'll have to undergo that training before the appeal goes to court. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. If you are enjoying The Daily Detail and want to make sure that these reports come up easily on your smartphone, then be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button on whatever podcasting app you are using. It's usually on the main page of The Daily Detail. That could be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or some other app. And also be sure to visit 1819 News for more reliable, up-to-date information on what's going on around here in Alabama. You can also join 1819 News by becoming a member, which will get you exclusive content as well as 1819 merchandise. You can visit 1819news.com backslash membership to learn more. I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back again tomorrow. I look forward to updating you then. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values. 